You're listening to the 40 Days of Praying for Revival Devotion. Revival Reign, Day 6. The Church as it was intended. The Church of God, being the body of Christ, has always and will always be at the epicenter of revival. When God comes near, souls are saved and the church is revived. The word revival speaks of a bringing back to life or a restoring to function. We see a pattern throughout history that there are seasons where the church loses its power, its life, its zeal, its effect and influence, its authority, and it needs to be revived, restored to its intended function. But revived to what? What should the church be in society? That nice building at the end of the street? Another option amidst other weekend activities? Without a picture of what we should be and could be, we do not ever see our need for revival. Many modern churchgoers think that it is okay because they had a nice Sunday service, a good preach, good worship, a job well done. We think all is well because our worship team sounds great. We think we are okay because our church has a fantastic coffee machine, a friendly WhatsApp group, and our pastors are very hip. John Wimber used to say off church, if God does not pitch up, we may as well stop and have coffee. We get a picture of what God wants his church to be when we look at past revivals and at scripture. When we see that picture, we should see our desperate need for revival. Isaiah 2 and verse 2 to 3 says the following, Now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains, and it shall be exalted above the hills, and all nations shall flow to it. Many people shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways, and we shall walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. The church is meant to be the highest of the mountains, exalted above the hills, as the scripture says. In other words, it should be the most influential and effective structure in society. Pulpits should carry more authority than other platforms, be it political, educational, or even entertainment. Leaders of other mountains, government, business, media, education, justice, etc. should be saying, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord so he can teach us his ways. People should be flowing to it. Every church should have a river of people pouring into it and pouring out of it. Coming in lost, being transformed by the gospel and going out as disciples, missionaries and nation builders. Church should be the place where we experience the presence of God. Not just feeling His presence, but seeing it through the Holy Spirit at work in people's lives. Where the Holy Spirit is manifest in a church or city, we hear these reports. Evil spirits crying with a loud voice came out of many who were possessed, and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. That's in Acts 8 and verse 7. 
church should be a place where you can be healed. Is anyone sick? Call the elders and let's pray the prayer of faith. Because James 5 and verse 14 says that if we pray the prayer of faith, they will be made well. Is anyone possessed or oppressed? Find a believer. For anyone who believes in Jesus will be able to do the signs that he did. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. They will cast out demons and they will talk in new tongues. We talk about nations being bread baskets. But what if the words of Jesus to his disciples? You give them something to eat. And in Matthew 25, he said, feed the hungry, clothe the naked. If they're thirsty, give them something to drink. Is this the church as we know it? Christians being salt and light, influencing the world with the love and truth and power of God? Or is it the world that is influencing the church? You know, when revival hit Azusa Street, a woman by the name of Jenny Moore fell from her stool as she got baptized in the Holy Spirit. She was a devout Christian before, but when revived, she began to speak in new tongues and even sing in tongues. She sang like an angel. Then she stood up, walked to the piano and played it. Why was this remarkable? Well, because she had never learned to play the piano in her life. What a picture of what happens when revival hits the church. The church, that is believers, are empowered to live supernaturally and they begin to flow in the gifts of the Spirit. Philip was a deacon in the Jerusalem church, but when the Holy Spirit filled him, the Holy Spirit empowered him and moved him to go down to the city of Samaria and preach Christ to them. And it says in the book of Acts, chapter 8 and verse 5 to 8, that multitudes with one accord heeded the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits, crying with a loud voice, came out of many who were possessed, and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. And there was great joy in that city. I would like to propose that we have not yet seen the church as it should be. A city set on a hill said Jesus. A city? Yes, a city full of life, activity, power, ability, resource, ingenuity, flexibility, and impact. Jesus wants his church to be a city within the city. Saints, we need to pray that God would send revival so that we can be the church that he has called us to be, the fully functional, empowered body of Christ. And so we pray, Lord, I bow my heart and I bend my knee. Send revival and start with me. Pour out your spirit in an unprecedented way. May all who hear be saved today. May all who are saved proclaim the way. Lord, send revival and start with me. Thank you for listening to this devotion. We hope you are inspired to keep praying 